Welcome to the Software Lifecycle Stories podcast. We bring you stories of what worked and sometimes what did not in the course of discovering, designing, developing, delivering and using software-based solutions as shared by practitioners who went through these situations. This episode, the freewheeling panel discussion among four accomplished women from Global Automation Inc., Bengaluru, covers, among other things, their own individual experiences in IT in creating or consuming solutions, balancing demands at work and outside, support systems for women at work and home, empathy for customers and how that helps in evolving products, the importance of continual learning creating and nurturing a healthy work environment, peer support, and recognition. Yeah, welcome to this episode of Software Lifecycle Stories. This is a special episode. On the occasion of International Women's Day, we bring you a panel discussion with four women representing different roles and perspectives on what they like about being in IT or using IT solutions and how they found their own ways to leave a mark on their professional contributions. We have with us four talented and accomplished women from a relatively less known organization called Global Automation that is based in Bangalore, India and Mountain View, California. Global has more than 40% of the workforce as women with more than 50% of all members being with the organization for more than 10 years. Incidentally, this is also the 25th year of Global's operations. Chitra, do you want to introduce our panel? Sure. Thank you, Shiv. Uh, we have with us, as Shiv said, four very interesting and accomplished people on our panel today. Uh, we start with Shobha. Shobha has over 20 years of experience, nearly all of it at Global, in software architecture, design, development, and managing products. She's a computer science engineer. Shobha loves a good challenge and steps into a wide variety of roles such as code reviewer, developer, tester and leading teams with ease. Welcome Shobha. Our next panelist is Rashmi. Rashmi has about four years of experience in IT. She's an engineer who joined Global right after college. She loves working with pretty much any kind of technology and has experienced several kinds of work like leading teams, working across teams, apart from developing software. Rashmi also has multiple interests like creating craft, reading novels online, and listening to romantic melodies. Welcome, Rashmi. Vidya, a cost accountant by training and qualification, leads the private equity data analytics team that provides insights and advice to fund investors. She has a master's certification in programming. She is a power user of IT solutions and has been able to lead a team of highly productive analysts whose work is greatly enhanced by IT solutions. Welcome Vidya. Rina Pinto heads HR in Global and has been with the company since 2005. She has a degree in electronics and a postgraduate degree in sales and marketing. She had a very successful career in corporate sales and found an opportunity to work in corporate HR that gave her immense exposure to statutory and regulatory policies as well as experience in the HR function. 
As a person genuinely interested in people, Reena has been able to encourage a very positive culture at Global Automation. Welcome, Reena. Uh, no, I intended in coming to IT. So uh, started. I started my career uh, in sales. So obviously, I, there was no uh, at that time. I don't think industry was anything. The, I was campus recruited. So the first thing that uh, the, the first place I was recruited was a, a hotel industry. I was selling corporates. Uh, it was a corporate sale. So, but as time went, I think I landed in IT more as a chance. It was not a real plan. But once I'm here, it's now what, uh, 2005, so 13, 14 years. Um, it has been good because the experience with IT has been very different. And uh, the way people think and uh, the way they function is very different. Uh, though there is a lot of processes, there's a lot of uh, um, structure, there is definitely a lot of structure, uh, but people are very flexible. Uh, the way everything is very uh, different. Uh, there is uh, more uh, room given for ideas and working together and working the way you feel is the right way to people accept your ideas better. So it's, a, it's very different uh, because it's not like you work with only a prescribed format. Uh, it's like uh, anything, it's like as people you use it very often, the agile format. That is how I think all of us get into that mode, be it in HR or admin or any other support staff also, we are extremely flexible. So it's almost like there's no fixed dictated process for working you sort of adapt to the situation yeah. and you find the best way to work, to work. though there are they, we do adhere to uh, there is a policy there are processes there is a structure there are there is a calendar there is a plan uh, but we don't stick to it like you know just because we have to get something done we do it without any feelings or any arguing or without uh, looking at other people's availability uh, one thing I've seen in global is whatever plan or whatever activity we plan, we ensure that there is maximum participation. So people are very important. And uh, when even sometimes one or two people are missing, there is a chance of things getting postponed, like something similar to what we almost happened today. <laughs> so, you know, and it is, uh, it is, uh, it's like, you know, we don't want to miss anybody on miss out on anything or we don't want anyone to miss out on anything so uh, uh, it is uh, so we are flexible but not flexible to the tone of being indisciplined it's a disciplined flexibility you know? so it's a plan it's a more of uh, there is a conscious effort put in getting everyone uh, involved uh, with uh, everything that happens but giving a opportunity for everyone to tell that yes, I am available, and then only we kind of plan things. Yeah, I'm Shobha here. I have been in the software industry for about 20 years now, and uh, how I came into this uh, software industry is that uh, uh, during PUC I took up science because I was interested in science. There was 
no other options that I wanted to do that time. And after PUC, uh, at that time, computer science was a new course. And uh, so my sister said, you just take uh, this uh, course. And uh, because of her, I, I took up uh, computer science engineering. And then uh, after completion, I joined uh, for working and uh, started development, uh, software development and uh, architecting and uh, various other uh, functions in the software development. From that time, whatever I've started doing until now, I like doing it and I'm continuing to do that. And uh, initial, during the initial phase of my career, I was in the project development. We used to get projects and uh, where the customer give prescribed uh, requirement and we just had to develop that and then deliver it. And off late, I am into the product development where uh, there is no one customer who will give the requirements. And sometimes we have to uh, get into the customer shoes and then identify what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, what is uh, good for the user, what is the user expectation and those things. We have to do a lot of thinking and then come up with requirements and uh, design the solution for, our, for that and then implement it. And then uh, show it to the customer, get their feedback and then improve on, on whatever we have done and change if there is a need. So that has made me like, um, it's a completely uh, different uh, way of working actually. So here there is more scope for us to come up with something new, give our ideas, how we can do and all that. So I'm, I am like completely transformed from one form to the another now. And so I'm continuing to So how that. easy or difficult it is to uh, figure out what a customer wants. You know, you were coming with your ideas. Yeah. You know that there is some problem to be solved. Uh, but sometimes, you know, are you sure that what your idea is, is actually solving a customer's problem? How do you... We have to understand what is the customer's problem and look at from there. If I were at their position, what would I need? How, how, how would I want it to be? And that gives us some idea of how we have to develop So do you actually it. talk to... Any customers, or how do you how do you do this? How do you get this? Develop this understanding of what yeah, it is so, like to be a customer. Sometimes we get an opportunity to talk to the customers, but not always. Uh, so, and uh, we will also have a team where we discuss that this is the problem to be solved and how we can develop or uh, design the solution for that. We will have a discussion on that, and then everybody's ideas is. Uh, uh, discussed and then what is the best one I think we will uh, decide and then continue on that. So when so many ideas are floating around, right, how do you decide which is the best one to pick? What happens there? Sometimes we will vote uh, also. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor customer is at the receiving end of it. Yeah, anyway, after the customer demo, I think uh, it, it might change also. So. 
In fact, a similar question to Arena also. You said that in IT, there are so many ideas, so much of flexibility and all that. Everybody probably comes up with some idea, saying, shall we do this? Yes. So how do you kind of balance or choose what to do or what not to do? Yeah, that is where I think uh, our discernment comes into picture. Uh, most of us, we all have come with experience. few years of experience, Sarah uh, for that. The fact that we come with experience, we know certain things work, certain things do not work, certain things are practical, certain things are not practical. And even in terms of uh, the time that will take to implement an idea, uh, how to you know kind of put it into action, uh, that one of us have to be a little uh, uh, good at, you know, kind of uh, deciding which is the best way to go ahead. It's not that it does the other ideas are completely uh, shell, but they all might contribute to implementing this idea that we have decided ultimately to go ahead. With. Mm -hmm. So uh, many times it is when everyone speaks, there's little little of everything that is spoken or discussed, which ultimately becomes the whole some okay. uh, plan ahead. <laughs> Uh, so, especially when it comes to organizing an event or uh, uh, even announcing certain uh, competitions or uh, activities, there is a lot of debates. Every mm -hmm. bit, everything is debated, <laughs> yeah, okay. and uh, there are definitely certain people who agree who disagree. Certain people have better ideas, uh, but we have to see which is work, which is something that will work mm -hmm. within the time frame. Okay. So we go ahead and do it. I can see Vidya is wanting to say many things, Vidya. <laughs> I was just thinking, what do we do? So I'm I'm on the data analytics side, and that's how I came into Drupal. And I'm one of the primary users. I'm not a developer. I'm a primary user of the system, of the software that one of the softwares that we develop here. And I was wondering, what do we do? I mean, you've never really consciously answered that question, but I was thinking that um, there's so many of them here that come with um, expertise, right? Of the of how to do the architecture, of how to do the programming, and how to do the estimation. The one other thing that I know because I do that part of it for the Indian funds is in understanding the domain. You need to know. We are not shooting in the dark, really. Um, so how do we know what to develop? It, it is our, our job to go out and understand the domain because we need to know whether it is meaningless to offer a feature or it is meaningful. Will it serve them better if we have, so we're constantly talking to the clients and we pick up when we have these you know, long discussions on, can you do this? You know, Inevitably, there is something ticking off at the back of your head that we should probably do this. You know, this might help. That's how we sort of narrow it down from a, a very wide range. We don't develop a feature and then put it out there and and expect someone to use it. It's a much more controlled environment, if I may say so. So we go by, we sort of, you know, uh, keep a, a finger on their pulse, know what they require. So it's a little bit, you know, that's coming from their requirements and a little bit of us taking it way more than that to make it a product that might be acceptable to many more clients in the same area. So that's basically, I think, how we how we all do it. 
So over many years, uh, you would have got to know your customers, right? And, yeah. Uh, how have you seen them evolve or their needs evolve and change? Um, in two directions if, is how I've seen the evolution. Um, one is, of course, the, the dependence on us, our reputation as a service provider in this industry, as someone who has a product and is capable of offering services, that itself has obviously gone up over time. We are known in, in, you know, our reputation has also gone up in the industry and therefore there is, there is that one aspect. Uh, the other thing is also that private equity as a field itself has grown as with everything else. So it's, it's not just about doing venture financing anymore. It's not just about addressing the financing requirements of certain kinds of industries or a certain strategies. It has grown beyond belief in the last decade that I have seen it grow into. And so we have also seen it evolve in the sense that um, in the field of alternative investments, it's not just private equity, there is credit. There's a lot of other things that, so we're getting very specific uh, requests about certain strategies and things like that. So because that has grown, and our clients have also moved on to doing many of those strategies and many of those kind of businesses. Our requirements have also gone up. So our product has also, and our services, therefore, have also widened in scope. That's probably the, along the two lines that it has grown for us. Very interesting. This is something entirely new for me, probably hearing it for the first time. So, uh, this is Rashmi here. So I've been kind of a kind of a fresher into the IT industry, being with uh, four years of almost four years of experience. So, mine was not the first choice that I have to come into IT. I was basically interested towards biology and all that, but uh, couldn't land into the medical field. So, the next best option being in the IT hub Bangalore was to be a software engineer so i took up uh, software engineering after my puc and then uh, after the exams as well i was not placed but i was i mean i was holding one but uh, the easiest job would be the it industry i was waiting for the to be a software developer and to just land in one of the it industry just being as one of the tester or some other kind of low profile one so uh, after the exams i got a college placement and I entered into IT industry. Being in global uh, has been very good as the foundation was very good. Like the technically uh, it was, I mean, I was being exposed to all kinds of technology that we can work on within the company. And uh, it has given me like all these four years I've been working with all kinds of technology that being the oldest technology to the latest one. So uh, it is kind of good. Being in IT industry also, it's like a, uh, has given me to grow as personally as well, professionally as well, because the college uh, mentality has changed over this period. And it's like uh, uh, getting adapted to the new technologies that we are exposed to day in, day out. and. Uh, getting adapted to that and uh, changing from the college mentality to the carefree girl to be the IT women and uh, 
handle people handle situations handle the pressure all those things so it has helped me grow as a person as well. so there is much of a personality development along with the professional or the career that i want to so it has given me the boost and the confidence being in it industry i feel because there is much more like there is opportunity to express ourselves and uh, there is no much of a restrictions that we will have to it's not like a classroom type of a thing you uh, the person who is hired to me will assign me job and if i'm done with that it is done i think it's like good that i'll have exposure and opportunity to explore myself and give more to the work job present my point of views and all that so it has also i think for you there is constant learning yes um, because technologies keep evolving keep changing yeah that's a fantastic thing to us that's true for everybody in the software development <laughs> otherwise yeah. we will be absolutely completely aspect. and yeah. uh, we can't be in the development yeah. yeah. that's an interesting point to segue into you talked about a lot of flexibility in terms of independence and thinking ideas and all that and then the challenge having to learn constantly the personal transformation that you all mentioned so the mandatory word which i was trying to avoid was is work life balance mm-hmm. so as you grow in your career it's not that it is just in terms of number of hours right so many hours for work so many hours for life the demands at work as well as demands outside work how have you all adjust what has been your learning or transformation that could be useful uh, particularly as women i'm sure you have a lot of demands on the non work side also yeah so it's actually something that you said as you were telling it's it can be separated it's not like you know um, a 9 to 5 i am a working woman and between 5 and the next mm-hmm. morning 9 i am a you know a person at home it it can never be segregated like that because uh, one is uh, i think that happens within men because when you are in a family now even before we were married or even after marriage and with children uh, we have to play multiple roles and i think as we have grown as we uh, you know from the time we are very young we've always handled multiple roles uh that comes with even as you're a student as you start working and then you move on but it gets tougher as time goes on because the demands are also higher uh but one thing that i have seen is you cannot really separate the two but we've been able to kind of focus when uh, one thing that i have learned very uh, consciously which i've done is when we are at office actually when i'm at office unless i specifically get a call which i have to take i do not really think back to see what is pending back at home you know it's it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense for me to worry about things that are not in my immediate control uh, as in i can plan i can plan ahead but i leave it for but it has never bothered me uh, that you know i'm sitting at office and things are uh, undone unless there is an emergency and at that time of course there is an option of taking sure. off and going but balancing it out and even when you go back home you cannot really leave back work and then go because there are things that keep coming back to you yeah. there might be an 
uh, and like you know, sometimes there's an activity plan. Like sometimes we have our awards coming up or the award coming up. There's some activity happening. Uh, there is a idea that springs up even while having a chat back at home or something. Mm-hmm. Everyone, some idea comes and then you immediately make a note of that in the back of your mind. And then yes, this is something that I need to explore when going back. And this applies in the office. Sometimes in office you see something and you tell this applies back at home. Mm-hmm. So it's an interchangeable thing. But uh, again, uh, coming back to the fact that we work in an environment where we've been extremely supportive uh, is that it has helped us. I, I, I cannot talk for the rest of the offices, but at least where we work in our current uh, situation back in global, uh, we have been very conscious about uh, each other's uh, needs beyond office. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, our deliverables, our work, and our customers are very important but at the same time we have never shied away from the fact that we've been very consciously telling each other that having a good time spent with our families also is equally important you know both balance out our productivity so there has never been an instance where we've been told we're telling people to stay beyond officers we do insist on good productive hours at work mm-hmm. but you know, at a good reasonable time, you know, it cannot be like flexibility doesn't mean that you come in the middle of the day and go on till late night. It is flexibility about how you want to plan your day. And maybe sometimes when there is an emergency, you can take off kind of a thing. But try to stick within these uh, hours where you really need to spend quality time at home and good quality time at work and balance that out. And for women, I think we are very good at planning. <laughs> I think I would say so. <laughs> so we, it has never been a problem for us to balance it out. And uh, that actually I owe it to the entire, uh, uh, you know, uh, all, uh, all of us here. Each of us support one another to ensure that we are not stressed out so much so that uh, we are fear coming back. <laughs> you know? On a lighter note, one of uh, our earlier guests on the podcast, spoke about, you talked about you know, taking ideas from home to here or here to home and all that. So they tried a personal appraisal system between the couples. Much watered down version of that with yes. my daughter <laughs> to basically get her to be responsible of what she was given responsibility for and how does she rate herself? <laughs> this or not, we did not done this or not done. No. I'm just forgiven for doing that. Uh, uh, I, yeah, yeah. She, I think, I think has, understands the importance of introspection. And that's, that's the only thing. For all of us, I think it's the planning, planning and planning. And then of course, execution. <laughs> so I think that, that really is the key for all of us. We are all so hard pressed for time. The only thing that will probably save it for us at both work and home is the fact that you've got it all sorted. Be as planned and disciplined as possible and and then hope. Yeah, but in case of emergencies, as Rina rightly pointed out, we have a very supportive system. So it, it's never been an issue. Rahim, you want to say something? Yeah, so I was thinking, uh, uh, actually, IT industry comes along with the work pressure and all those terms along with it. So I think uh, there will be pressure at work sometimes and planning to do and uh, handling people, handling multitasking types of uh, few times. So I think uh, 
having to go through all that and work will also help in the personal life as well like if we learn planning here that can be applied at back at home as well and handling the pressure sometimes will be like easy to handle people at home uh, <laughs> because we are used to them and we know their weaknesses so handling things will be easier handling uh, if we are kind of handling way more than what we will do back at home in the office so that's uh, one thing that i wanted also being a global there is a very uh, good point about it about uh, work from home concept is not there here so we can actually kind of uh, like draw a line between the professional life and the personal life because uh, being four years i've never uh, worked from home or i have not uh, much if i'm on leave i'm on leave kind of a thing and if i go home it's like i don't have the accessibility as well but though it will be running in the back of my mind i will not literally sit and do anything uh, with regarding to my work at my home and nothing to do like the same continues i will not be sitting in the office and doing something that i have to do at home so i've seen my friends when compared to the other it companies wherein they apply leave or they be not be well but they be working from home wherein there's too much of a mixing up of things between the professional and the personal wherein we are i think uh, we are lucky to be in global where we are not having that kind of a scenario i think that makes our uh, work life balance easier i think so yeah, work from home is not there but there are people in india shobha and all that they have access to the office system right yeah, sometimes uh, will uh, in fact most of the time they are asked to like they do take calls and all. but again there It, I think based they can the, talk about themselves based on the need I yeah they plan also again it, no matter what it is it again comes down to planning so you know you have a call today then you just work around it so that's also the point of what Reena said earlier working to dedicate the quality at time that time yes. you know that you have or outside yeah. doing your own personal you're dedicating time for that person yes. okay. it cannot be a very clean segregation but you can do a few things yes. Yes. so basically yes. do justice to both when you're at something you make sure that your your time and your focus is dedicated to that then it's not difficult at all yeah same thing what uh, reena and dipjandol said that uh, focusing on what you're doing at the moment is very important and give your 100% in whatever you're doing at home or in the office or wherever you are uh, that is one thing that implicitly will make things balanced yeah and also support from others is another thing that so here in global actually uh, earlier i have i have worked in all kinds of uh, possibilities <laughs> like work from home part time full time and all that so uh, they understood the, my needs at that time and then i was given that uh, flexibility to work and also at home like when my son was small uh, if i had to come to office because of some urgent delivery or color whatever it is my husband would go in the afternoon i come to office in the morning finish things and go home by afternoon and he would go in the afternoon so like that uh, balancing within the family and within the office uh, that has helped us to be in the industry yeah. so that's a that's an excellent point
there's just like the support at work is so crucial to get to sail through all of this support at home is just as crucial there's no getting away without it so if i need to sit on a call and my family is calling at me i'm going to be in a serious trouble so you got or you you have to thank them for having supported you at times that you need that understanding is totally crucial also yeah, interesting what shubha said the support you got from your husband is there a similar expectation from the other gender for you support at work many times we fall into this um, you know i've seen the younger generation especially but i see my cousins in the younger i call them younger generation for the last decade younger so they have this false sense of responsibility they believe that if they're always on a call if they're always hooked on to their uh, you know bluetooth device on their ear or always with the laptop that they are uh, you know the busy Uh, working people it's not really necessary to have that because you know you don't have to have the fear that the moment i keep my laptop down i'm going to lose my job and everything it's like if you are confident that i have this much work uh, and i have to complete it and if you plan it well you are definitely going to complete your work this uh, thing about you know 24 bar 7 being hooked on to your uh, uh, work uh, unless it is really required like sometimes there are times when you need to respond yes But you know you can always go back check and because I remember when we uh, Vidya and I went uh, uh, to Mangalore for a campus recruitment through the day she couldn't really look at us and after we came came back to our hotel room and she had to sit till around eleven eleven thirty to look at her mail because obviously the next day she was going to be crowded with more that is a requirement that is a need but then. this fear of am i missing out on something and all that you know but you I also make sure to take time off for an ice cream ice cream definitely ghee dosa and everything now that's one of the best ice cream how could you not do it so but i mean that's that's yeah and that's a matter of priority but she prioritized then only we came back and started checking and she was checking her mail and i went back to the so you know it was as clear as that but uh, what i would i have observed this you know we get talking about stress at work or stress because i've started working in an industry it's primarily i think it's what it's our own doing we get stressed out because we feel we're missing out how are you going to you know check on what you're doing beyond your office hours and it is you maybe set aside a couple of hours but not to an extent where you completely miss out on family life and come now coming back to our uh, support system you know uh, i don't think i ever thought about expectation that was not a conscious thing uh, but uh, again depends on how much support it is a kind of a two way thing you know there have been time when uh, my husband or my family even my brother when started off work they needed support from our side and uh, it has kind of been reciprocated and when it is reciprocated uh, i can't remember a time where i've been demanding but yes there are times when you know there is a great need uh, you are completely stressed or you come back home in the evenings and if you do not get the support that you are uh, at least it's not like you know you're not looking forward to because in back of the mind you have listed a list of things that you want to do at home and not even expecting anyone to help you but when they do help you it is 
a lot of gratitude that you look at them with mm-hmm. and uh, that has continued and uh, i attribute that to again coming back to global out and but i have worked with two other companies prior to global and the company in between the first two companies were good but when company in between i did have a very you could say a not so happy work environment and how much ever we tried to uh, get that environment there there was this kind of uh, dominance and uh, a kind of a thing that was happening Uh, which was actually affecting us personally. Something like a lot of command and control. Yeah, which is too, uh, you know, controlling and all that. So that actually started affecting many of us. And I could see, especially since our CEO was a male, was uh, having this kind of attitude. You could see that percolating slowly to the rest of staff, like say an accounts person or an admin person, an IT person, who would not be available unless, you know, is their time kind of a thing uh, and that in turn was affecting their family life also though they are not personally like that and uh, we actually called in for a discussion then and we discussed about how we should not change our characters like you know, our original characteristics just to kind of accommodate and especially for some negative thing learn the positive that definitely not these kind of things where you are not supportive and uh, that i saw that drastic change when i started working in global and after that it has been consistent in the last so many years is that what we have experienced here has made us better humans mm-hmm. you know back at home my tolerance level my patience level my understanding of the other person uh, one thing that gopal always keeps telling me keep separating the action from the person i used to find it very funny earlier <laughs> because i used to uh pass judgment very quickly and separating the action from the person was just not it was more good in theory in practice it was so difficult but you won't believe it is actually possible and it has been my practice for many years now and it doesn't matter to me in fact i can still go hug and kiss a person who has annoyed me to the core in a particular context and i can i take the context down and still like the person whoever he or she is Right. So, if you see in global, we have many arguments. We get into discussions and all that. But after that, we are back to being good friends, and that comes with a lot with culture and value systems. Yes, it has got to do a lot with the values in which I think we have to uphold and pass on. Yeah, nicely put. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, I think what. I will just have this hypothetical question. Right, so far, Globals remained a small company, relatively smaller when you compare to a lot of the other tech or IT companies. So, what, what would, how do you, how would you feel, you know? And what do you think you would do if suddenly this were, this company were to have a lot more people? Uh, it is challenging. It was challenging. It is challenging, but. If you look at the way each of us have grown, now Vidya has 14 years, so about close to 20 years, and uh, in, I'm talking about in global alone and uh, 14 years. But the way we are, I think, the way we have been groomed, or rather, we have cultured ourselves with our value system being so strong, we will become individual entities who will become an extension of global, and I don't think that will change. Yeah, our culture is like something that the values is definitely not yeah. going to change. culture is something that i'm very sure that we would ensure percolates to to every every single individual you know that's something that 
we've known the better performing companies for a certain work culture, for a certain culture around people and things like that, value systems. I think one of the biggest things that I identified always with global is the culture, especially the way, the respect with which people treat each other. And that's why, you know, when Rina says we have arguments, yes, we have arguments. But then it's always for the task. It's never about a person. And that that kind of a culture, if it persists, and, you know, I'm sure all of us have grown enough in the system to, to persist it that way. That's how we would grow. I don't see any other way that we would grow. Yeah, actually, very often arguments are a great way of even yeah. exploring your own thinking. As long as you, you understand it as a democratic process, you know, yeah. that everybody is free to to come up with their ideas. And if it is rejected, everybody knows why. It's not because you suggested it. It's because something about the suggestion doesn't quite work when it comes to this as a solution. That's if you if you persist with that, then every person feels respected. Every person also learns to respect. You know, and that is the is how the culture is. You know, it percolates to everyone. So almost in a true spirit of debate, right? you have uh, arguments for and against. Yes. And yet both views are equally yes. respected. And a little bit of both might be considered. You know, it, it's all in the interest of the solution. Finally, we might take from a few things <laughs> from here. Yes, and totally. <laughs> That's how ideal solution happens. Also in global, uh, what I have observed is there is no much of a uh, generation gap that will be imposed on everything for example uh, being a fresher uh, it would have been maybe I was imagining in the beginning like okay he's a very much senior person I can't go and talk to him or uh, I have to be within my age group or something like that but in global I don't think we have that kind of a concept each and every person no matter what their designation is no matter what like if his experience with 20 years or like five years it really doesn't matter it's quite open we can go and talk to each and every person and it's not like i have to be conscious enough and i have to filter out things what i'm talking and all that and there is a freedom to express ourselves as an individual how we have been grown up and what we are so i think that will continue even if you're having many other people as well to express as an individual so i think it will bring character to the company as a group as well because uh, there's no much pressure to tone down ourselves or tone up ourselves so it will be much more easier to get along with the group and groom along each other I mean get used to each other and move forward so flat hierarchy is a deliberate choice yeah that's, that's a deliberate choice that comes from feels like you know you're like a community which is nurturing totally. each, other, helping each other to grow yes. and it's not only within the workplace but it's also percolating back to your respective homes yes so this has yeah. been a second home it yeah. really has been yes i think my daughter has grown up enough around here as much as she's grown up at home. It's, it just feels like home. So she truly is a global citizen. She's a global citizen, yes. All our kids are. All and because uh, many years that money to work here. Uh, he used to get his son sometimes over and his son used to come and see the place that money sit at. And he used to sit on the chair. And, but he had believed that after Subramani retires, someone will take over. And for some time, I think each of us have had at some point one of our child thinking that, you know, 
It's like it's a, just natural to India yeah. to, yeah. Be, yeah. to work here. My daughter has done that. It's just it's a natural extension. extension. Yeah. You go to school, you get out of college, and then you can join global. Yeah, I think the strategy is you know, have fun and figure out how to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good mantra to have. Yes. You know, that's com completely very much in align with our vision. You see, mm -hmm. the vision of the company itself, you know, have happy customers yeah. with happy employees. Yeah. So, and Gopal has always insisted yeah. that, you know, if you're, if you're unhappy at home, you're going to bring that into work. If you're unhappy here, you're going to carry it all back home. So you should not, you know, you should make this as happy a place so that you go back home and spend and not take out all that frustration on, out on your family that matters the most. So that has been the underlying thing for us. Almost feels like, you know, uh, Bhutan had decided to measure their happiness index, um, yes. productivity in terms of gross national happiness. Happiness, yes. So it's almost like yes. that's so yes. In fact, yes. we have index these, uh, at the end of the year, these uh, voting things. One is for the coach because learning is something that Toby has always been very, very passionate about. Uh, one thing that if you hear Gopal or Paul or there and everybody, even us, everything when every time we look at each other, we're only talking about learning. Learn from everything, you know, starting from your English, your etiquettes, uh, to technology, to finance, everything. You keep it's a continuous process, learning. Second thing is about the, the other thing that we vote for is a smiley. Smiley. And uh, if you see the people who get uh, voted for, every single person has at least one line written against them because everyone has contributed to the laugh, laughter in the office. And I can't see anyone. And if you see a person frowning, there's at least 10 people laughing what happened. Yes. <laughs> we, are, we cannot see anyone with a long face. And you normally never see people with a long face. But even if they're thinking, they cannot be thinking with a serious face. They have to smile and think. Otherwise, they're going to come and ask you what's happening. Pantry <laughs> discussions, I think, range from everything from GDP to the latest movies to recipes to you, you name it. Something that doesn't concern us. He also makes software is our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> That's been our standard joke over the years. So we are either and planning the next company. The name is also somewhat global automation. Nobody knows that we develop software. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. We also get queries for automobiles <laughs> and whatnot. Oh, yeah. The word yes, because we have storage devices. <laughs> no, no, one day you might actually <laughs> you never consider know. You never say not automotive software. never say no to anything right towards uh, <laughs> self-driving cars and all that. Why not? <laughs> sure. We never say no. <laughs> we have been talking for a while. The systems haven't shut down. Good. <laughs> it looks like we have a good flow. So, Rashmi, you go first. <laughs> when we get time to think. You can make it easy. What is your message for all women and men out there? I think uh, being, I mean, when compared to the other three that we are discussing, uh, being the younger one. So <laughs> my point is that I think things have changed over the period and uh, people have been more open to women being empowered and uh, being as an individual and even uh, the men or the boys i would say and my 
my age group people uh, my co-workers or my friends or my classmates uh, when i go and meet them everybody is like kind of have changed their point of views when compared to my uncles and uh, uh, my the older generation which no offense but I, if i'm telling the <laughs> older generation <laughs> men i'm not included <laughs> <laughs> so when compared to that i think things have much changed i think the girls also uh, needs to step up and uh, has to make a point that yes i am going to be like this i want to be like this and i have to grow myself being uh, growing towards that i think even the now generation i mean the newer generation men are going to support so even the women has to step up and make a point that yes i am capable of doing it i am able to handle myself uh, going and working and be it the late night works or the uh, traveling long distances for work and handling any kind of a job uh, is possible nowadays uh, the women can make a point to that that they can prove themselves and also men uh, there is a little percentage uh, wherein they are still holding back to the uh, older version saying that no you are a, you are a girl no you are a woman you cannot handle those things those things i think over a period it changed because it has there is a shift already that is happening even uh, now talking about like the when i am now in my situation or my age group when my uh, like if i am seeing a marriage prospective or my would be my fiance or my in-laws even they are like we want a girl who has a career who has her own individual personality not only in terms of household work or like just the cooking washing kind of things she has to have her own character as an individual in the in terms of professional life as well so i think uh, things have changed so maybe uh, the women also has to take a step and move forward yeah. so very much nice. yeah i i also strongly believe that it's a matter of your choice also you choose to do something yeah you are perhaps your greatest limiter or your greatest uh, propelling force forward to doing whatever you want yeah. very nicely said <laughs> thank you work life balance is extremely hard on most women because there are a lot of demands I mean there are the professional demands but there are also a lot of demands at home you know um i might disagree a little bit with rashmi because i have not seen it changing as much as we should have changed by the 21st century um but there's hope a few of them have so the only thing for us what can we do in the meantime we can't wait around for the society to change and give us the freedom that we deserve but in the meantime the only thing that we can do for ourselves is i think not take education lightly education is very very important for everyone you know man or woman education is extremely important it aids it it you know helps you in so many ways I and mean, you may choose not to have a career but being ignorant is not uh, is not you know is not a choice so awareness is is important and therefore learning is absolutely critical to keep yourselves updated with time is absolutely important so women as girls i would say that you know should focus on education and not think of marriage or motherhood as the final goal 
in the, I still see a lot of families where girls are raised to say that you can study for now and you can even take up a job, but all of that is subject to, you know, you getting married. And I'd like to see that change at some point. So in the meantime, it a lot can be done by the women, by the young girls or the young women. In, in that, if they are focused, if they understand that a career is not just about going out and getting money, it's not just about earning money. As much as I endorse the financial independence that it brings, and it's a huge strength. You know, it's a huge strength. But the the personality development is not to be um, underrated at all. It lends a different dimension to you because you have most often than not, you know, you are not uh, acknowledged for your household work. You know, those are considered things that you know you're just supposed to be doing it. So there's how many families actually say thanks to someone. I mean, neither does a father get a thanks for earning, by the way. Mm -hmm. But anything that brings in money is considered a much bigger thing to do than something that does not is non-monetary in nature. And all household work falls in that category. So for them also, it is good to have that external uh, validation that, you know, a lot of them fall into this to this you know sort of depressed feelings that maybe i'm not worth it i'm not you know at par with a, a working woman which is completely wrong this it's not just not wrong to be at home if that is your choice it should not have to be done uh, by force it should not be a compulsion and having said that if you have to take a choice to be at home should be more than welcome support should be lent either way so it's, it's absolutely important for us women to understand where our priorities should be. If you want to go out and do a job, we have to learn to be up to date, be professional. You have to have the skill set. You know, you don't take it as something that you are, you are, you're just boiling away your time. You have some spare time, and so you will get into a job. Should not be our approach either. Being professional is absolutely important, and that's how you will do justice to your work. While you're doing that. Your household help, if, if you know members of the family can actually lend a little bit of support, that would be the most ideal thing to have. So Shiv had a question, what would you expect from the other gender? At home, I would think that not assuming that all household work is the domain of a woman helps. If you can pitch in with a little bit of that, it's so much better. You, everybody gets to do a little bit of everything, you know. And so their dreams and their aspirations are also addressed. It's it's quite sad that there's a lot of talent that has not been tapped. And there's so much of, there's a huge workforce out there, potential workforce out there that has not been tapped. And at work, as colleagues and as supervisors, empathy is so much important because when you have kids, especially there are all these emergencies that can happen out of the blue. It does not make us any less professional. But if they can understand that, you know, that at that point, if they need to address, if they need to go attend to that, but they can come back and finish what they have to, if they can be professional about it, that would be the, you know, that really is the kind of paradigm shift I would like to see. So that's basically my outlook. Words on it. Yeah, working or not working, working in the sense uh, coming to office and working it should be their choice uh, if a woman wants to work uh, it is her choice she can come work here and go 
and we have to be uh, have self confidence first of all unless we are self confident we can't do anything this applies to both men and women but nothing can be done by the suggestion from others or force some aggression we have to have that belief that i can do i should do i want to do unless that is there in the mind no no output will be there so that is one thing a uh, second thing i would say is that uh, sometimes not everything you can put some things into others mind so self motivation we have to have yeah. more you have to get motivated by ourselves and uh, we have to we can get help from other there's so there's so many things available in the world now. we have people around us we have internet if we want to learn something there's so many ways which we can learn something so keep learning something always is another thing i would say and uh, apart from that uh, yeah uh, supporting each other yes. is something that uh, uh, i would say be it at home or in the office work is shared by everybody here even in the office we consider teamwork there is no individual deliverable though everybody will have their own small pieces to be done finally the output is by the team not by the individual even at home it is the complete family how it uh, goes or whatever yeah, it is what, uh, yeah what you were saying earlier is yeah. that you know we have to acknowledge that there is support from the home to yeah correct in whichever way it, it is, so cooking is not just a wife's work or washing vessels is not just the wife's work so it is whoever is available at that time we will have to do that and see that the things are done that's what i would say yeah yeah so i just have three things in kind of a summary one is uh, as we as women uh, have to be self driven and uh, we have to not lose sight of our dreams everyone i think at somewhere we stop dreaming and uh, that is something that we should never stop when we do not lose sight of our dreams we tend to go and try to achieve it uh, whether we are working women or women who have chosen to stay back at home and support or doing things on our own uh the a dream or a vision is something that is always there you know we always want to do something be it um anything even if it's a hobby or if it is career driven or even if it is some uh, thing to do with uh, ngos or working in the social service side we have to just go there and do and keep ourselves busy keep ourselves mentally and physically active keep ourselves fit mentally and physically over a period of time we get into this you know uh, uh thing of uh, always pitying ourselves or going into this mode of telling that we are the underprivileged lot we should never ever get into that trap uh it's very important to keep ourselves mentally very fit and physically very fit and it is not an obsession but it is something to do with our own fitness which brings out the confidence that we have and the better dressed we are the better we take care of our physical selves or our mental status it gives a lot of confidence it oozes of the confidence and that gives us this thing to go ahead and achieve our dreams 
and most importantly never stop learning at all be it cooking gardening or hobbies never stop learning because there's there's so much to learn even uh, taking care of children is so much you know unless you are the person who can be the role model you cannot be that hero that because every child is looking at you as a hero and you cannot let that down you have to stand there for them and there are very definitely there's a lot of challenge there is a lot of struggle uh, there are a lot of uh, um, things that bring you down you know the elements that causes you to stop doing things are many many but the only thing that you have to yourself is your thoughts your feelings and your confidence and those things nobody can take it away from you and i think that has to be in your control uh, and when that is in our control i think we can do wonders we really cannot stop never give up yeah it's a hard no we are not saying at for a moment that this is all easy yeah it's never easy. it never is easy yeah. but give yourself one good reason for why it should go on rather than finding 10 different reasons for why it won't go on yeah. i think that has to come from within you because there can be many detractors situations can be difficult we all have gone through all of that that's where a strong community helps but predominantly it has to finally the choice is all yours and we should start on. talking about it yes. we should talk to people find at least a few friends yeah. a few people that you can talk about it if you are upset go talk about it if you are happy go talk about it yeah. you achieve something well, go talk about it you just get stuck yes yes don't talk about it and uh, you know we i think uh, you should learn to commend ourselves appreciate ourselves we are good at so many things brag about it but when we have not achieved something go find out why and get others to help you to see through that path and uh, you know that is where the support system is i think we women have to one support each other and take men as a support don't look at them yeah. as a support you know they're out a different uh, thing yeah sometimes uh, we even if there is an opportunity sometimes we, we shy away from it yes so <laughs> hesitate to take up that yes. thing singing for oh, this problem that problem and all that i think we should never yes yeah, typically yeah. okay if i have not done it before maybe <laughs> i am not the person who would do it let somebody else take yeah. it but yes versus if nobody takes it then i take it up and then figure out yeah. what i need to yes. do with it and learn along the way yeah grab the opportunities wherever it is i think great thoughts to uh, leave our listeners with thanks a lot for taking Thank the time you. and sharing your experience and as well as what has worked for you and then what others can take from here thank, thank you thank you for having us thank you very much thank you so much wish everyone thank you actually had you again If you like the show and would like to share your experiences with the community or know someone else who might want to do that please get in touch with us at podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com that is podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com please rate the show on podchaser stitcher 
iTunes or any other podcast client that you find us on. Please also share our episodes with your friends and others in your network. If you or anyone you know would like to be featured on our show, do write to us at this email address, podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.